Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. ED. Yo. Man, they had me so riled up, I forgot it was our 100th episode. I didn't even, no acknowledgement, no nothing. I was just, just on my soapbox. Well, you know what happens when you do what you do and you do it the way you do it? You don't even worry about another day. I mean, every day is one of those milestones. So you just keep it moving that way. You don't wait for one to celebrate. That's how I see it. That's right. See, that's why we work. This is the Believe in 49ers podcast on the Believe Podcast Network. He is Super Bowl champion Eric Davis. I'm Rashawn Haylock. Episode 101. Celebrate that because every day is a day of celebration, according to my man ED. We got a bunch (laughs) to get into um, on this show uh, we're going to get some of your listener tweets, uh, some some show fodder. Appreciate all your tweets out there because uh, I was able to give my producer a day off. So uh, kudos to you for that. We got the Niners and the Cowboys coming up on Sunday. That'll be a 10 a.m. kickoff on CBS. Uh, wait, 10 a.m. CBS? Hold on. Wasn't this supposed to be... Uh, 5.25 p.m. on NBC, Stop Sunday it. Night Football. The disrespect, Stop E.D., the Keep disrespect, going. the disrespect. Keep going. Stick to the script. Keep going. Stop it. <laughs> yeah, so you go from the latest possible slot on a Sunday to the earliest possible slot on a Sunday. Um, and it's deserved, too. It is deserved. Uh, so we'll, we'll, so that, that's, that's the case. That's the deal. That's where we are right now. Uh, real thing or not, I got, I got a three pack for you, ED. Okay. Um, and then, uh, and, and, and also we got your keys. We got ED's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. Uh, but before all that, obviously we know the NFL season is in full swing. NFL season's almost over, ED. We're, we're, we're yeah. in the fourth quarter. And, and although we may not be able to be at the games this year, we certainly could be still in on the action at Bet Online from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there is always, always the online casino as well. It never Close it. So head over to betonline.ag today and take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag today and sign up today. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Uh, you know, you start talking about paper and you get paper cuts, ED. And so, um, on paper, on paper, uh-huh. obviously, I mean, even with the team intact, this looks like, uh, looks like it should be a field day for the defense against the Cowboys. Uh, their backup quarterback, Andy Dalton. Um, it, it, it looks like one of those games where it could be some opportunities. They like to throw the ball around the yard, and, and so they, they throw it just about as much as just about any other team in the league. They're second in, in, in attempts on the season are the Cowboys. And so secondary be uh, on alert, but obviously the running game hasn't quite mm-hmm. been what, what, what we've uh, been accustomed to seeing from the Cowboys in recent years. Uh, but all, all on the defensive end, um, against the run, they are, are are awful. I mean, there's no one worse than them in the league this year. So, on paper, on paper, this yeah. looks like a game that the Niners should be able to have some success in. But if last week was any indication, 
if the way the the season has gone has been any uh-huh. indication, uh-huh. can't play these games on paper, Ed. I mean, no, they, they, you normally don't. You normally have to play them on the field. Yeah, you got to play them on the field. What when you see Dallas uh, and, and their struggles this year? How, how can um, without getting to your keys? Um, how 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 does this shape up for the Niners in, in terms of ways they can exploit? Uh, well, you know the obvious is there. They defensively they've been struggling. Awful. The Cowboys the, the Cowboys defense is awful. So this is the game that you would think you would go into saying, okay, offensively, this has to be a get right game. It absolutely has to be a get right game. If you can't get right on this team on this defense, um, then you're not going to get right. You're not. You're not going to get an easy. This is. There's no such thing as an easy meal in the NFL. This is the closest thing you're going to get to it this season for the Niners with, with um, looking at what's on your schedule. So, so right now you have to go into this game saying they can't run the ball. That's our strength. Right now, you have to look at this and tell the offensive line, this is your week. Show. It's we're going to go strength on weakness. That's what this game is about. Matching up football is all about matchups. You can't stop the run. We we're supposed to be able to run the ball better. And, and the season has shown that you can run the ball better. You can do anything else. So you better be able to, to control that. You know what? I always say have that commitment to the run. Yeah, you should be, you should, this is a game. You should be committed to the run and that should open up some opportunities for the quarterback Mullins needs the game to be he needs he needs the game to come to him more he's not the guy we've i've seen enough to see he's not the guy that's going to dictate play so you need this is this is one of those times where you need to make that running game dictate to what they're doing on defense like everybody else has done for the cowboys and then take advantage of it that's that's what that's what i think you have to do that that's that's got to be the mindset of this offense going in. I mean, like, bro, we, we talk about it. Have you seen, have you seen anything that, how, how can this not be a get right game for them? Right. <laughs> I mean, it, yeah, it, it, it certainly looks to be that way. It certainly looks like it should be that way. I mean, you know, we've watched Dallas quite a bit this year and um, I mean, they just, they're just not good. Uh, yeah, there's, yeah, there you go. There's there you just, go. It's okay. There's just a they're, lot. They're there, good. There's there's a lot. There's a lot there to to unpack when you talk about this Cowboys team. You talk about the new head coach, but him having to keep over the offensive coordinator and um, how that's not necessarily meshing well, in my opinion. You, you talk about Ezekiel Elliott and the run game not quite being where uh, it has that's, been in recent years. Issue. Yeah, and but the, the other part of that is, is for years they've had this you know strong stout offensive line. And it's mm-hmm. just it's not that good uh, this year. And then defensively, um, you look at, at what they've done on that side of the ball, and it's been less than historically stellar. bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Our guy Alden Smith is there. He he's had some bright spots uh, this season. Yeah. G- uh, glad to see him back on the field and and doing well. Um, but yeah, I mean this this team just hasn't. They just haven't. They're just not good, right? And and so if you can't go into to Jerry's world and 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 show some semblance of a good team and, and get out of there with a the win, then I, I think that kind of tells you a lot about this team in this year um, and just kind of what this season has been. Um, hey, Radio, you know the issue is that everything that we're saying, there are guys sitting in Dallas right now saying the exact same thing about the Niners. Yep, they're saying the exact same thing. 
So the only, the only difference is that they're not saying that the defense is, is historically bad. What yeah. they're saying defensively, we have to attack this offense. This is a game in which we need to attack this offense and not give them an opportunity to get anything going. Let it go downhill, and eventually you will be able to tire down the defense and come up with some plays. But that's the way you beat this team. You beat up the offense. You take advantage of all the mistakes that Lullis is going to give you. Um, you you pound the offensive line that has had trouble protecting and opening lanes in the run game, and you win the game. That's what they're saying in Dallas. Yeah. So yeah, and and that makes that makes perfect sense. And, and as as I was saying it, I, I was kind of thinking the same thing. So I'm glad I'm glad you said it. I'm like, wow, this sounds oddly familiar. But anyways, um, let's get to some <laughs> of your tweets. Uh, we got a couple tweets, Ed. Um, the people's tight end. Uh, has made a return. Not going to play uh, this Sunday against the Cowboys, but uh, Shanahan still weighing the options there. Wants to know if Kittle can be 100%. If he's 100%, they're not going to be any lingering effects. Then, you know, he obviously wants him back out on the field and wants him to play uh, before the end of the season. Um, mathematically, Niners still not quite eliminated from playoff contention, mathematically, uh, mm-hmm. but there's that. Numbers lie. Yeah, um, I was never good at math, so there's that. Yeah, numbers lie, I've said that. Um, so we got a tweet here from okay. Demetrio, uh, and, and so it, it, it posed a, a, a very, I thought it was a, a very, uh, good question, but some, something that I, I thought I wanted to discuss with you. He talked about Kittle, but he also talked about Travis Kelsey as well, right? These are the top two tight ends in the game. I don't think anybody questions that. So what he says is Kelsey has stayed relatively healthy compared to Kittle. Could there be anything to where Kittle catches the ball that exposes him to more injurious situations? I didn't know injurious was a word, but I'm going to take that, Demetrio. Injurious situations versus where Kelsey catches the ball. Seems like people get chewed up closer to the line of scrimmage. Um, what do you what do you have to say about that? Is that no, is that, I don't think no, I don't think that's a thing. I don't think that's a thing because Kelsey gets hit. I mean, Kelsey is a taller target. Guys are constantly. You watch the last game. I mean, Kelsey's going to take five shots to his knees every game because guys are going to go at his legs. He's such a tall target. Um, no, it, it's rare that guys think about how, how people tackle him. It's, it's rare that guys are going to go high to him. Um, uh, so guys are constantly going at his legs. So I, I don't I don't see the difference. It's a lot like with Kittle. Um, now some things I think Kittle Kittle does one thing that Kelsey doesn't do that I think um, does add to the probability of injury in some cases. I see it a lot. Is that Kittle continues to fight when the journey is over? And I told you about that. I told yeah. I told you what Emmitt Smith said. One of the one of the key things that he learned um, and helped him with his longevity is uh, that you got to know when the journey is over and sit your ass down. You got to know. And Kittle continues to fight in some situations, and that could add some stress to it. That may be the only thing, because Kelsey Kelsey is going to try to do his thing, but when guys get on him, he's going to be like, okay, you got me on this one. You know, instead of of gaining eight and a half yards, I only gained eight. Instead of gaining 42, I'll, I'll stop at 40. That's 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 what he does. So that's that's the only thing I, I would say. I, I would I would add to this by saying it, it's interesting. I, I didn't really think much about it until, you know, kind of after reading this tweet. But this season, I've gotten a couple of <clears throat> this season. I've gotten a couple of 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 texts from uh, friends, Niner fans who feel like uh, 
whether it's Jimmy or Mullins, like they've left Kittle exposed, right? Like remember that the first injury this season, it was it was a pass that was way off target, and, and Jimmy kind of oh, yeah, left him out bad, there. Yeah, yeah that, that was, was a bad that pass. Was just a- that was a bad pass. I mean, that was that's just that's that's throwing your receiver into a landmine. Trouble, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that that has that has so that right there has nothing to do with um, balls around the line of scrimmage. That has nothing to do with the way guys are attacking them or fighting afterwards. That's just that's just timing of a throw and and the, the defense and the situation. You know that you just yeah. can't put a guy in that position. Yeah. And when you talk about accuracy, obviously, if you're comparing the two, Pat Mahomes obviously a whole lot more accurate. Than yeah. Than a Jimmy or a Nick, so I th- I think there's probably something there, but in terms of like the offense or being close to the line of scrimmage, things of that nature, um, I, I tend I tend to agree with you. Uh, let's get into Manscaped, Ed. Uh, you know, I was just about to go there because you know I'm sitting here and I'm and I'm looking at the palm trees and everything, and that really makes you think about Christmas time, doesn't it? That's only in California, <laughs> only in California. Exactly. I'm sitting here, you know, in this holiday season, so. Uh, if you're looking for that white elephant gift or, you you know, you got to be a secret Santa, Manscaped's got you covered. They got the tools to make you win that prize this year. And it doesn't matter if you are trying to take care of your brother, your dad, your partner, your friend. You can give them, give them, give them something they can actually use because most of the time those, you know, those gag gifts are just something ridiculous. But this is something they can actually use and you will still get a pretty good laugh out of it. So I keep saying you cannot deck the halls if you have janky balls. Can't do it. You can't do it. So just understand that. So Manscaped is going to help you out with that because you are a crazy valued listener of the Believe in 49ers podcast here. You will get 20% off plus free shipping if you use the code ERIC at manscaped.com. That is 20% off plus free shipping with the code E-R-I-C at manscaped.com. And they want you to be the ballsiest gift giver you can possibly be this year. Go to manscaped.com. Uh, thank you, Demetrio, for the tweet. Uh, we got another tweet we're going to get to from my, our man I Am Legend in just a sec. But first, let me remind you, uh, continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if there's a like button on your particular podcast service, go ahead and hit that like button. And if you want to get involved in the conversation like we're doing here today, send in your tweets. I'm at R Haylock on Twitter. He is at underscore Eric Davis underscore. And you can also reach us on the old Instagram. I'm at Watch Ray Ray. He is at underscore Bump in Run. Uh, hit me up. DMs are open um this is another tweet from our man i am legend 1976 if how much how how much say do you think kyle has in personnel um i I think he probably think he i think he probably has um i i think he he probably has major major impact on it because at the end of the day yeah, you you have these situations, and it will come in. And and I I remember Trent Balky saying this. I, I remember Trent Balky, Balky. He said it to me. He was like, uh, "It's my job to get the players, just coach them. Like the coaches just need to coach them. It's, it's my job to put to to put this together. And there are general managers that feel that way. This is my thing. I am going to put this together. Um, I I have a feeling that there is a collaboration between those guys. To where, of course, someone ultimately has to make the call. If it comes down, you know, ultimately, these are the numbers. There are four guys. We got three slots. Which guys, okay, somebody's out. 
if Kyle really likes this guy um, or if John Lynch really likes, likes a different guy. Someone ultimately has to have the power to make that call. I think that person is John Lynch. I think he has that ultimate power. So he has the but final he, say is what you're saying. I, I think he, yes, I think he will. I think he has the final say on who's on the roster. I think he is going to completely lean on and weigh his final determination on who Kyle wants on the roster. And I think a lot of that depends on a position because if Kyle is really, if, if Kyle is just the same thing with Trent Baalke, um, and when I said he was like, I am going to get these players, this and the coach's coach It's my job to pick them. The coach's coach. I know for, but he also, this is the same guy that told me the reason I drafted, um, I drafted Colin Kaepernick is because Jim Harbaugh wanted him. Jim Harbaugh said, this is the guy. I want to run my offense. I think I can be successful with him. And Trent liked other guys more, but Jim wanted him. So I think it's the same situation. I, I think these guys have gotten to – I think the days of I'm the boss and I'm not listening to anyone, I think those are over. Um, I, I, I believe all of these guys realize that it's too difficult to do the job. So they're going to lean on the other guys to try to be as successful as they can as a group. I – I think you have to have that collaboration, right? I think all the good organizations do because if you if if you're a GM and you have that mindset where it's like I I get the players, you just coach them, then that doesn't really lend itself to your head coach being successful. And at the end of the day, you're tied to your head coach because you hired him too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. so you need I think you, there has to be some collaboration there in which you know you consult with your head coach in the sense that. Um, you know, like what type of guys do you need for your system, this, that, or the other? And so um, I, I do think there is some of that. I think there is quite a bit of collaboration between those two in terms of Kyle and, and John Lynch. Um, but I agree with you. I think Lynch does have the final say. I don't, I don't believe that Kyle has the final say. Now, what he does have the final say on, in my opinion, is if it's his – like if it's his decision, like – like, I feel like they had two picks in last year's draft, right? So I, I think Lynch was like, okay, I'll get one, and, you know, you let me know what you want to do with the other one, right? So all the receivers on the board, I think maybe Kyle had the final say in saying, look, I want B.A. as opposed to someone else. You know, I think he may get the final uh-huh. say. I think he may get the final say in that regard. But in terms of uh, ultimately, yeah. I think yeah. I think it's 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 John Lynch. Um, uh-huh. I, I think we're saying the same thing. Yeah. I, I, and that, that's what I mean. I, I think it's when it, when it's, it, it comes down to it, um, that's, I think he would lean on that. I also think the flip side of that is that John would, um, he would lean on the defensive back coach. If it boiled down to a DB that they had, to, you know, yeah. you know, a couple guys, they had decisions on, he, you're going to go to Kyle. If it's the quarterback, uh, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it, it's going to go position by position. I, I think that collaboration is there. I do. To be success, su- successful, I think you have to have it. I agree with you. And look, I mean, Seattle, you know they they did that. You know with with Schneider and and, and Pete Carroll, and and it's 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 breeded some success up there. And, and I think a lot of teams uh, are right. Every to, organization to, to, has done it. Yeah. To, every or, and the ones that haven't done it, like the Texans, you see what's happened. <laughs> yeah, you can put together a really good roster, um, but then when you don't have those checks and balances, you do things like give away nuke. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you you know what I'm saying for peanuts because. Because and and that's and that's a difficult role. It's 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 an it's an oxymoron. Head coach, GM. 
So that's why I think you do need it because there are two, two different roles. John Lynch's job is the ongoing good of the franchise. He is, his job is to put together and build a sustainable winner. That's his job. He's supposed to make certain that three years from now, the team is still good. Kyle Shanahan has to win today or he may not be there in three years. So he could care less about who is going to develop into a really good guy. I need a guy that can put up 30 points today. Today, yeah. So so that's why you, it's always going to be one of those things. So when you get to, like, I need a wide receiver and I need somebody who can play today, I think this guy can come in and play for me now. Yeah, you're going to listen. If, if you think B.A. is that guy that can be your starter year one, there you go, which is hard for wide receivers. To be productive, year one. Yeah. Uh, time now for Real Thing or Not, ED. I got a three-pack for you, Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brandguard. That's when I pose a statement. You tell me if it's a real thing or not, and I, of course, will give my rebuttal. This is Real Thing or Not, brought to you by Athlete Brandguard, ED. And Athlete Brandguard is an education and training website that is necessary for the modern athlete, whether you are high school, college, or moving forward. Um, it's the definitive playbook to safeguard an athlete, and it teaches life skills, athlete etiquette, and emotional intelligence. It teaches you how to deal with the media and not get yourself in positions, and also how to take care of and understand how to navigate the landscape that you are in as an athlete and the way things are looked at you. And this course is recommended for parents, for coaches, for athletic directors. I mean, anybody who deals with athletes regularly, this is something for you. And, and we strongly recommend that you get started. The sooner you get started, I know you've heard of it, Rashawn, this whole name, image, and likeness thing. Yeah, it's a real that, thing. It's a real thing now, so you need to understand the value that you have and the worth of being an athlete. So go to athletebrandguard.com and check out what they have in store for you there. There, Right now we're in this COVID world, so you, there, are lessons, there are 17 lessons where you can get lectures online and get start to gain, get this information. There are also one-on-one -on -one courses available, and once the world opens back up, there will be an opportunity to have in-person lecturing from members of the staff there. So go that again, that's athletebrandguard.com. Go check it out. Funny you mentioned that uh, about NIL. I was Wednesday was National Signing Day for high school football players and I was talking to uh, a young man and he's yet to make his decision uh, or yet to announce his decision, but he said that he he brought up that you know what in my talk with him, NIL was going to be huge in terms of, you know, where he's going to go, where he's going to sign, you know, what 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 team, what school was going to allow him to maximize that the most. So obviously that's a real thing going on right now, and, and that, that's going to change the landscape as far as high school and collegiate athletics. Uh, this is Real Thing or Not, presented by Athlete Brand Guard. All right, I got a three-pack for you here, ED. I'm sure you probably heard this one before, but we didn't get a chance to discuss it, so we'll discuss it now. Brandon Ayuk uh, is a young mm -hmm. Julio Jones, real thing or not? Um, stop it. <laughs> um, um, not, not, dude. Julio, I keep telling you guys, Julio's an avatar. Don't compare anybody to, to Julio. Julio. I'm telling you, man. Julio, if if everybody wakes up, you're gonna see he's like this big blue monster that's walking around. This is just, we're just all in the machine right now. Um, don't compare him. No, he he. 
Um, do I think he can develop into a really good player and do some really good things? Yes, I do. Um, I'm not going to compare him to Julio. No, not even a young Julio, not a rookie Julio. I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Um, the see, the size, the speed, um, the abilities, the, the uneasiness, I'm going to put it that way. It's not fear, but the uneasiness that he puts into opposing defenders and defensive coordinators. Ayuk's uh, not there yet, so we can't make that comparison. Uh, that was a long time for me to say uh, not. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll co-sign with you. I'll say not. Obviously, you know this all started with uh, Des Bryant's, right? He he tweeted. He was watching the Niners game, and he tweeted, uh, you know, B.A. Is, is a young Julio. And then Mohamed Sanu, who was with the Niners earlier this season and, and from all reports was a, a pretty big mentor type to B.A. and mm-hmm. also played, you know, for a number of years with Julio, opposite Julio, kind of co-signed on it. Aside from the jersey number and maybe B.A. being somewhat of a long, a long strider, um, that's kind of where I'll, I'll end it there. I mean, uh, I, I, I yeah, don't, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I okay. can't, I can't go there. I can't go there. Yeah, I don't even, I'm not gonna stay on that. But I like, I, I like him a lot, and I think he is going to be a player for it. Absolutely, that's what I'll say, but, absolutely. But I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna give him Julio yet. Yeah. I need to see, I need to see more than, um, you know, seven games. Look, I saw Julio in high school. He, he different. Uh, yeah, dude, you, dude, he, you, you know, you know, I'm an Alabama kid, yeah, and, and that's that's our pro team. So I've seen Julio for a long time, and, and you're right, he is different. <laughs> different. He is different. And then as a grown man, I'm gonna tell you, when I over at the Pro Bowl, because I was I was one of the coaches over there one year at the Pro Bowl, and that's when I really got to see him. Watched him work for a week, just watching him out there running. I was like, okay. Yeah. That that ain't normal. That's not yeah. That's not normal. Th- that's th- this dude. <laughs> this dude. If, if people really want to know, you're talking about somebody who's damn near as big as a tight end, but this dude runs routes, and he runs routes as clean as Jerry Rice. He comes out of his breaks. This dude, and with full healthy, he comes out of his breaks as quickly as a Steve Smith or or freaking Tyreek Hill. Yeah. You 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 look at this. You're like, there is no way. And then he's fast you're like there is no way a man that big can change direction that quickly when he's going that fast yeah it's it's, no he's different okay Uh, that's enough uh real thing or not presented by athlete brand guard Uh, this has come up before but now obviously a, a time to to reassess uh the niners will go winless the rest of the way real thing or not um, I'm going to, I, I mean, I got the, this is one, right. You know, I always say scout with your head, not your heart. I'll just let everybody know. This is my heart. I'm going to say, um, not, they have to win. Not that. And that's, that's my heart. Some, yeah, somehow we we flipped roles here. I'm I'm scouting with my head. I'm gonna go real thing. I was talking to a buddy last night who's a Cowboys fan, and I was like, "Hey, I got this gift wrap win for you Sunday. Hope you enjoy it. Merry Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, all that stuff." Um, I. I just don't see it. I don't. I don't see it. I don't. I don't see where the win is going to come from. Obviously, you would think that there's a great possibility here on Sunday, but we just talked about you know playing games on paper. You end up getting paper cuts, and so uh, they got they got to go out there and they got to go out there and show it. And and to me, they have not shown it uh, yet to this point. But we'll see. Ho- okay. ho- hopefully, yeah. I'm, hopefully, I'm wrong. Um, we might have to circle back on that one. Let's real go. Real, th- real thing or not, presented by Athlete Brand Guard. Last one here for you, ED. The offensive line is the biggest position group of need as we close out this season and head towards the offseason. Not. Hmm. Not. 
Yeah, not. Um, and, uh, and you know, and I'll leave it at that because I know I've made this longer, but we can circle back on that one if you like later. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say not and uh, because, and I'll just make this quickly because of the injury situation, the guys who aren't there, and the placement of it. So I don't know if I would necessarily say we need a complete overhaul because you're saying the most need you need a complete overhaul there. If you, once you get everybody back healthy next season, I wouldn't say a complete overhaul, but I'm going to go real thing. I would say I go 40%. So I I'd go the right side. I think the right side probably would need an overhaul. Just my opinion. If, if you're saying forty percent, okay, all right, all right. All right you know, so I'll I'll I'll, I'll 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 say <laughs> I know I know okay. I, I know where you're going. There. <laughs> uh, this has been real thing or not presented by <laughs> Athlete Brandgard. Real thing or not presented by Athlete Brandgard. Make sure you check them out at athletebrandgard.com. Almost time for your keys, Ed. But there there's something. There's some, there are you're saying 100 percent of some other position group is that is that where you where you're going? No, well, you know what? No, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm so I'm just saying that you can look at some things and say that there's a lot because if you're saying 40 percent of the offensive line, that's two yes, or five, so right? That's the only fraction 40, I know. 40 40 percent of the offensive line, you're saying needs you you think something should happen, and I can easily say that 66 percent of the quarterback room needs to go. Ooh, okay, all right. I mean, two guys, two guys in the quarterback room need to go. At least two of three. At least two of three is what you're. Yes. Okay. All right. Yes. I'll, I'll, I, I, I'll give I'm, you that. I can tell you right now. I am firmly. I am firmly, and I will say this, and and all. I'll, I'm ready for the tweets and DMs and everything else. I am firmly on the. Um, I'm not worried about the quarterback position when Jimmy comes back. Train. I'm fine with Jimmy. I have no problem with Jimmy. I think we can win with Jimmy. I do, I do, I've, I've, because I've seen the other stuff. And I was asked this today, um, where do I think the quarterback position is and, 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 all, and, and should you draft a quarterback in the first round? And I was like, no. And they were like, well, would you go with the vet? And I said, depends on the vet. And I said, it's got to be an upgrade of, over JG. And I said, I, and in, in my opinion, there aren't a lot of upgrades over Jimmy out there. So I'm I'm okay with the quarterback situation. I am. But I but I but you know, that's what I'm saying. I, I don't think the I don't think the offensive line once you get the IR cleared, I don't think it's the biggest need. And I and I'm not even gonna go off percentage. I, I, I think it's I think it's more important to get a speed pass rusher than it is to um get another offensive line. I think I think if if the offensive line would be better if you get a fast running back. That can stay healthy. When, when, think about it. <laughs> yeah. no, when 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 radio is out there, when Mostert is on the field, the offensive line looks so much better. Uh, yeah, it lo- it looks different. So, it does. So look get different. me get me a fast, durable, durable. Remember that durable. You get me a fast, durable running back, a guy that I know that I can give, I I can give this guy sixteen to twenty two touches a game. You you give me a Ricky Waters. He's gonna get. He's gonna Ricky. It took him a while to realize that because he wanted to run the ball, you know, 25, 30 times a game. It's like, Ricky, you're getting the ball 20 times a game. It's just going to come, Different you know, ways. 16 maybe runs, and then it's going to be, yo, you're going to get your touches. But he was out there for that. You give me a guy that can consistently give you that with speed, the offensive line is going to be better. 
I already see that. Even the guys that are playing right now with the injuries. Think about it. How much better is, is the offensive line when he's out there? So Well, yeah, they look really, really, really good against the Rams. So obviously. so that being said, that's what I'm saying. You don't need to overhaul the line. You just need to get the guys back healthy, and your, and your line is probably going to go back to looking like it was last year once you get everybody in their correct position, and you're not playing with your third, fourth center and, and things like that. So I think that's going to make a difference. Give me a pass rusher. I, I, hear, I, just, I, hear, I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. What, what, what about um... – the three games left, right? You, mm-hmm. you don't think they're going to go winless? I do not. Okay. And I do not. See, I, I knew you, I, um, you. I'm looking at this. Number one, um, they can play better. They can play better. Defensively, they're not going to fall apart. I think they've had their crappy games. You have, yes, you're going against a bad team in Dallas right now. I know the Niners are not a good football team. Um, in some areas, they are they are way less than average. I get that. Dallas is bad, so that's that's a winnable game. It, it it really is. It's just like playing Washington last year last week. That's a game that you have a chance to win. So there's no way I can look at the Dallas Cowboys and say the Niners can't beat them. And the other thing, you got two games in your division. We all know crazy things happen within your division, man. Yeah. I mean, the, nine, the Niners might, might go in and, 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 hell, beat Seattle by 21 because this crazy stuff happens within your division. When, you know, when you go and lose to Washington <laughs> in Philly, <laughs> you know, you, you lose games to teams like that, but then you find a way to beat the Rams twice. Yeah. You, you see my point? At, that's that's, why, at, that's at, why I refuse to think they can't win one. At Dallas, at Arizona, and then against Seattle to end. Well, they're, the they're, well, they're already they're already at Arizona. So. Yeah, they're. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's not that's not like it's a thing. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Uh, now time for your keys, Ed Niners, of course, taking on the Cowboys at Jerry's World, 10 a.m. kickoff on CBS, 10 a.m. local time on CBS on Sunday. Ed's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. ED. Oh, and it is again, even though we're in this holiday season and we're thinking about what we can do and gifts we can give and all of these things, we still got to think about keeping everything tight and clean. We really have to. And the people at Handy Sanitizer are saying, we are here to help you with your secret Santa gifts, that white elephant gift, all these things. You can tell people they have cooties and make them laugh in that way. Uh, but Handy Sanitizer is a multi-use sanitizing spray. comes in a refillable bottle. I've told you guys about that. So, it's you know, you can get the big refill and save on it. But it's not greasy or slimy like the competitors. Nice, fresh scent. Um, FDA-approved moisturizing component within it so you don't have the ashy hands like you've been trying to punch concrete or lay bricks, those type things, uh, which is always good. When, when you're walking around, it comes in a one ounce, a two ounce and an eight ounce bottle. The one ounce I love, like I say, I keep that around in the car. Sometimes I throw it in my pocket if I'm having to do something, grocery stores, pick things up. So it's always convenient in, in that manner. Um, and I want you guys to know that you can go to handysanitizer.co. Use the code ED and you'll get 10% off. Uh, that is handysanitizer.co. C O handy H A N D I E sanitizer.co use the code ED you will get 10% off and at handy they like to say it feels good to be clean and I want to say I appreciate you guys 
listening to me and taking advantage of that code and going to Handy. And I got a, I got a call from them and they said, guys, um, the code's being used and um, your listeners are on it. So I, I have to say, you, uh, our people, man, our people, they get on it, don't they? They, they the best. They the best. Yeah, they the best. I wouldn't trade my, I wouldn't trade our squad for nothing, man. They the best. Yeah, they the that's best. it. I mean, squad, I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, people are, and and and, and on top of that. Like I say, it's a it's a great product. I I, I use it, I, I use it continuously throughout the day, um, and it's nice. It's nice to know that you guys are out there listening and following and taking advantage of these savings we're trying to get you. Ed's keys presented by Handy Sanitizer. What you got, Ed? Um, I'm, it's really simple. Uh, I said last week. What did I say? Play better. Play better. Um, and I was like, key to the game, play better. And guess what? Defensively, they listened. They played better. Um, the key to this game is the offense. Okay, maybe they didn't hear me. They thought I was talking to they the didn't defense hear you. because yeah, of they the previous game. To somebody else. Mm-hmm. I'm talking to the play better offensively. No one can be out on the field just keeping the teams even. You can't just be the 11th guy in the huddle because you have to have 11 to snap the ball. Every position on the offense has to do their job. Look at Trent Williams and play at his level. That's what you have to do. You need, you need, and by that, I'm not saying if you're not a Hall of Famer, you got to play like a Hall of Famer. What I'm saying, Trent is, and he plays at that level. He reaches, he maximizes his potential. He maximizes his opportunity. That's what needs to happen offensively. Give what you got. I can't ask you to give what you ain't got, but what you have is, on that off in that offensive huddle is better than what we've seen on multiple occasions and far better than what we saw last week play better. If the offense plays better, they will win this game because Dallas defense sucks. You look at uh Debo, he's probably out, right? There, there's a thought that yep. he may be out yep. for the rest of the season. As far as uh, Mostert, uh, Mostert re-aggravated his ankle in that game against Washington. Um, and so, uh, but Shanahan says he, he expects him to be okay by the end of the week. So uh, so we'll see. I mean, for the most part, you got some issues on the offensive line with Grassoo and Brunskill as well. Um, so the hope is offensively you can be about as whole as, as you could hope for considering this season uh-huh. and all the injuries and everything that they've endured. Uh, it'll be a 10 a.m. kickoff on CBS. Make sure you continue to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We're located wherever you listen to podcast if there's a like button on your particular podcast service of choice go ahead and hit that like button and also always you can hit us up on social media i'm at our haylock on twitter he is at underscore eric davis underscore and on instagram i'm at watch ray ray he is at underscore bump in run this has been the believe in 49ers podcast on the believe podcast network for my partner super bowl champion eric davis i'm rashawn haylock y'all be safe Enjoy the weekend. I hope I'm wrong. And we'll see you next week. Peace. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call. Clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.